Uh. Okay, ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Hello, hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Wow. Wow. Um, we are back in the cage. Feels good to be back. Have I've been away for a couple weeks. I've been in here on my own waiting, <laughs> locked in the cage. <laughs> Hoping that someone will give her some water and some bread. Finally. <laughs> the I light. <laughs> company. <laughs> yeah, I've been away. Um and yeah, sorry last week we didn't have an episode, but I don't know. Life gets in the way sometimes, so whatever. Um, but we are back and ready to talk about our favorite man, Cage. Oh, hey, by the way, I, I forgot to make sure that you saw the uh, Ross or Friends uh, Cage meme. Did you, have you checked that out yet? Uh, I saw something about Ross Ooh, from Friends. Okay. I remember seeing it. Yeah, it's insane. I just, I can't stop thinking about it. What what is it exactly? Well, like someone superimposed like Cage's face on Ross's face, like David Schwimmer's face from yeah. Friends. But it's like what's crazy about it? Here, let me see if I can find a picture quick enough. But what's crazy about it is like it fits perfectly. Like it looks more like Ross. <laughs> it's like that picture of Eric Andre and Danny DeVito that like <laughs> fits perfectly together and it's horrible. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Like, oh yeah. Like when I first saw the picture, I was like, oh, okay, so it's just Ross from Friends. I don't get the meme. Yeah, that's like, what it was, because yeah. I saw you post a picture of Ross from Friends, and I just thought that was just a picture of Ross. It's not. It's it's That's Cage's disgusting. Face. Ew. Okay, not found. Great. Okay. I just realized we should have called this podcast The Cage Master. Did we think of that? I don't know. I like think, The Page Master? I think at this point, we've come up with a different name on every episode. <laughs> That's just Look, Ross. No, it's not though. That's Ross. That's Cage. I re- oh no, it is. That's his like lips and yeah. nose and everything. Isn't it crazy? And his eyebrows. Yeah, that's horrible. Isn't it great? I can't stop looking at it. I can't stop thinking about it. Is that young Cage there? I think so. Oh. I think that's like his like yearbook photo or something. All right. We'll put it on our Instagram at Cage Cage Pod. Some old looking. Has someone put Ross's face onto Cage? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. I should do that. Right there, you go, Alice. I'm really bad at um, photoshopping faces, though. I don't know the face swap technology. Look at that. That's horrible. Isn't it great? Oh, and then someone did everyone's face from Friends with Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, that's uh, that's some good uh, Friends Cage content. We'll put some of the photos up on um, our Instagram, at CageCagePod. I did put one up, like the main one, up last week, if you want to see that. Um, otherwise, uh, oh, I also wanted to... Uh, no, never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm really tired, so please bear with me, everybody. Um... So, this week we're going to be talking about, um, oh, I should put, like, wedding bells in here or something, huh? Church bells. Um, we're talking about the movie, uh, Peggy Sue Got Married. It's actually one of Cage's first few movies that he did. Um, also kind of, like, kind of one of his first bigger parts, I think. 
because he's, he's thanks to his uncle yeah <laughs> old francis ford old uncle francis did uh did direct this movie um and just a fun quote right at the beginning uh cage has said since that if anyone other than his uncle was uh was making that movie he would have surely gotten fired <laughs> <laughs> yeah like he ruined the movie with his weird <laughs> performance like it's a normal movie and he's just talking in a stupid voice the whole time yes we will get to that um oh when i do my research break i'll have to look up I'm, and i'm sure that voice must have come from something like he must have been thinking about you know he always has an idea yeah, he behind. wants to be like a nerdy like 50s guy and like, he's like mm. some weird connection but like um i hope that like I, i'm just really hoping every time that i look for news of nicholas cage i don't that see nothing comes up yeah, <laughs> it's not sexual harassment or like racial insensitivity like i'm just hoping i think he's a chill guy i reckon he's like i think he is too i mean he says a lot of stuff like he clearly doesn't like he just kind of like spouts whatever was on his mind and he's still i don't think he's a hateful way. guy though no, i he really think doesn't he just seem to be i've read a lot of interviews yeah of nicholas cage i reckon it would have come out by now right i hope so I don't there's know. worse people in hollywood Liam Neeson's been around for a while, though. I, I, I liked Liam Neeson. Taken? Great. Well, he's cancelled. Yep. <laughs> and put the law and order sound after that. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Dun. Oh my gosh, that, for some reason, every time... <laughs> when I was at work today, it was like every time I would go from room to room, that was in my mind. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I wish I had. I wish so much that I could have like my own theme song playing while I like did stuff. Your theme song would be like <laughs> No, that's yours. That's for sure yours. Are you drunk? Uh just a little. I feel like mine would just be the like curb your enthusiasm. Yeah. Um I was gonna say something, I can't remember. Uh okay. Cage. Now- yeah. <laughs> now's where we might have to pause just so I can right so now we're going to talk about Peggy Sue getting married or Peggy Sue got married I always say Peggy Sue getting married um I am kind of a mess so I did research for a different movie so sorry but um so I'm just sort of reading as we go but let's just quickly go through the over well actually um Alice just up top what was your uh what was your take of the movie of the film my take was it sucked but (laughs) that's like against seems to be against everyone else's opinion i feel like everyone loves this film Uh, but this film sucks very Uh, moonstruck when we watch moonstruck i'm here to say this film sucks Mm -hmm. and uh peggy is a terrible bitch that doesn't fucking she goes back in time and changes nothing in her life right and uh just continues her dysfunctional relationships and learns nothing from her mistakes and nick cage is a psycho and a weirdo truly and it's the classic oh he's so charming he's a weirdo and it's Mm -hmm. like there's literally so many other people in your life that aren't psychos and weirdos and you're just gonna stay with cage and then she comes back to the present day and he's just gonna cheat on her again and it's bullshit yeah and uh very surprised that it was a Francis Ford Coppola film. I was like, really? It's pretty unsatisfying, I guess, as a movie. I was expecting, like, you know, Godfather. And mm. I got, like, I don't know, <laughs> The Room. I mean... <laughs> oh, come on. It's not like The Room. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't... I don't, everyone's And everyone's performances were weird as well. Because they were all like, yeah. hey, we're in the 50s. Hey, yeah. we're talking, like, 
Greece characters. Well, and it's because like... they they do the thing where it's like it, they do go back in time, right? So, but they have the they have a lot of the actors that are playing their current selves. So it's older people playing high no, school no, but people. No one. No, because there's two ages in the film. There's mm. the high school yeah. when they're in back in time, and then, and then like, in the present day like where they're old, old people. And none of the that... actors fit either of the ages. That's very true. It's like you could have hired old actors and then pretended yeah. them to be young. You could have hired young actors and aged them up. But yeah. they're middle-aged actors that do not fit either age they're supposed to play in well, any scene. To be fair, Cage is pretty young. Um... Well, he's not sixteen. No, he's no, not no, no. fifty. He's like, he's he's like, like twenty. Still like in his mid twenties. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like no one. No one looks like they're supposed the to look in this film. Everyone looks... Oh, remember, is this the one where they have, like, Cage when he's old? Like, the terrible, like, white wig? It looks like they just sprayed, like, white hair. Yeah, yeah, no, because everyone is supposed to be an old person, but they're all in their, like, mid-twenties, early-thirties, yeah. and they've just got grey hairsprays <laughs> sprayed yeah. on them. And but they're it's supposed like, to okay. be, like... I don't, I don't know if they're supposed to be, like, in their 60s or in their 40s. It's like, why are they so grey? <laughs> But it's just spray. <laughs> just like, it's like not even they're points. wearing grey wigs. Yeah, They've yeah. just sprayed grey hairspray on their regular hair. Looking good out there. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll just go uh, give a quick overview. Um, so, uh, Peggy Sue Got Married is a 1986 American comedy drama. Mm, I don't know. Well, comedy is pushing it a little bit. Um, <laughs> directed, I mean, I laughed, but I don't think I was supposed to. Um, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, as we said, starring uh, Kathleen motherfucking Turner, like they say in RuPaul, in RuPaul's Drag Race. You know the episode where, in season eight, where it's like Peppermint, Alexis, Michelle, and Trinity. I oh think, yeah, on that like, team. she looks like <laughs> she ca- she looks like Kathleen motherfucking Turner. <laughs> That's what I wish she does. <laughs> yeah, right. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> Well, also, like, Kathleen Turner has the voice of, like, a man. So it's, like, (laughs) she has a very deep voice. Um, Sorry. uh, Starring Kathleen Turner as a woman on the verge of a divorce who finds herself transported back to the days of her senior year in high school in 1960. Um, uh, Okay, that's all. That's basically a plot. That is basically a plot, to be fair. Kathleen Turner's a stupid bitch in this film. (laughs) She, like, the whole premise is that Nick Cage cheats on her. Mm. And she's like, well, I gotta get a divorce now. I've mm. wasted my life. Yes. She's at a high school reunion and she's like, look at all these people I could have been with right. that are so much better than him. Yeah. And I've wasted my life in a loveless marriage with a guy that cheated on me. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, falls out and like passes out, goes into a coma, wakes up and it's the past. Right. And she like sees this like hot guy that she's always wanted to be with. She yeah. like fucks him like one time and then goes, I've had enough. I'm going to go back with Cage. And yeah, Cage is a psycho. And yeah. he's like, he's talk- he's talking like this because he's like, thinks that he's doing like an Urkel impression or something. And oh, he's yeah, a weirdo. And he does like a weird monologue where he's just acting like a child having a tantrum. And she decides, yeah, I'm going to stay with him. And then she wakes up and like nothing's changed. And it's just like, why? Why didn't she do anything differently i don't understand what the point of the film is no one learns their lesson yeah like i thought it would have been better if like maybe cage was the one that goes back in time and he develops as a character realizes maybe he shouldn't have done that and it's just like no one no one uh there's no character arc they're all just she doesn't learn anything from this experience and she doesn't change anything back in time she just continues 
to be with Cage, yeah. which is weird. I mean, I think, like, if I had to put my, like, stupid, like, it's not, it's not movies, it's cinema, you know, like, film school head on, like, as Francis Ford Coppola, I'm assuming his idea was, like, oh, but it's, like, real life, and, you know, real life, people really don't change, and blah, 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 but it's, like, that's not why I watch movies, it's, like, I still took two hours to watch whatever it is yeah, that you made, like there needs watching... to be a reason why... Yeah. You're watching something, only for it to end up in the exact same spot it is at the beginning. It was it... like that really bad movie where you could see into the future two, two seconds, and it's like the yeah, ending yeah. of the movie was, <laughs> was basically just, just the beginning of the movie. Like, it was just like, okay, so this was all pointless. It's not so bad. I've got two great kids. I've got my own business. Still, if I uh, knew then what I know now, I do a lot of things differently. Yeah, it's like all she does when she goes back in time, really, is just kind of act like an egomaniac for a bit, be a bit of a psycho. She has sex with this really hot, cool, like, <laughs> beatnik guy and then tells him to fuck oh, off. Oh, yeah, you thought he... I thought he was disgusting. <laughs> I well, thought like... he was disgusting. Well, I thought he was cool. With he was like a poet. Turtleneck and he was like always like smoking cigarettes. Yeah, he's like the cool dude. And basically, the entire message of the film is like, uh, all she really wants to change is that she gets to fuck one person before Cage. So it's like, the chain, the future that she's created is really exactly the same. Cage is still going to cheat on her and they get divorced. But at least she's had sex with one other person one time. Yeah, and it's, it's weird like, too. What? It's like, they don't... I don't think they do a good job of, like, saying why she doesn't want to be with this other guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of, like, one, one she minute. She just decides. Yeah. They have a kid together, though, in the movie, right? I mean, maybe that was Yeah, and that's thing. what's also weird, is that she goes back in time. Wanting to erase her child. Yeah, she goes back in time at the beginning, like, thinking she's not going to get back with Cage. And it's like, so you're perfectly okay with, like, your, like, children never existing? Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, but like that never, she never mentions it the no. entire time. So she doesn't, it would make sense if she got back, if the, the message at the end was she chooses Cage because she realizes like she even though it didn't go like, out, turn out well, I still love my it. kids yeah. and I want my, I want those children. Yeah. But she never mentions no. that ever. She just, they just briefly say she has kids and she doesn't really care if she loses it's them like or changes. It's like there was like one or two key scenes missing from this movie that could have connected everything. Yeah, it was just written weirdly. Yeah, the dialogue all. was weird. Yes. All the characters are assholes. Jim Carrey is good at oh, it. Oh, yes. Let me, <laughs> I let's go through the cast actually quickly. So a very, very young Jim Carrey was in this movie. This might have been like one of his first uh, films. So we got Kathleen motherfucking Turner as Peggy Sue. Uh, Nicholas Cage as her like love interest. Um, let's see if there's anyone else. Oh, Joan Allen. I do. <laughs> Joan Allen is also the wife from uh, Tom, uh, uh, John Travolta's wife from Face Off. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's in this movie. Um, like we said, Jim Carrey. I'm trying to see anybody else. Oh, a very young Sofia Coppola. Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's obviously other people, but is anybody name I would know? I was thinking the whole time, like, is Jim Carrey going to be normal or is he going to be like a weird rubber man in like this normal human yes. being setting? And it's like he he's normal, but he's still like the comic relief. Like he's the goofy friend that's like. But what's weird about it is like, yes, he is. And, and Jim Carrey is like Jim Carrey. So he's always going to be a little bit strange. Right. 
but next to Nicolas Cage, it's almost like they're on the same level of well, weirdness. Well, no, Cage is weirder than Jim Carrey yes, in that film. Yes, that's what's insane about like, it. He is, he's weirder because he insists on doing a weird voice right, that so no human to, being has. We need, to, we need to address the voice. It's very high. You mean my wang? Listen, it's running real late. Um, I was just trying quickly to see if there was like, if I could find... It's like a joke. When you first hear it, you think, oh, he's doing like a funny joke. Like he's mocking someone. He's doing like an impression. And you realize, oh no, that's the voice he's using the entire film. And it's like, we know him for his like stupid voices. And like, we know that he's not good at accents. But this one is probably... One of the worst. One of the worst. (laughs) So let's uh, I just saw quickly on the Wikipedia page that Kathleen Turner actually hated the voice and had something to say about it so during an interview in 2018 turner commented on cage's like super nasally voice again like i said cage has said publicly like if if it was anyone other than my uncle working on like directing this movie i would have gotten fired specifically because i insisted on talking in that voice um so kathleen turner said uh quote it was tough to not say cut it out but it wasn't my job to say to another actor what he should or shouldn't do uh, so I went to Francis and I asked him, you approve this choice? It was very touchy. He, uh, Cage, was very difficult on set. <laughs> Again, this is Cage at his peak, at his worst. At, at his, his most like, arrogant, like, yes. young. Um, <laughs> if you remember from the Patricia Arquette um, episode, I think young Cage was very difficult to deal with. Yeah, and, and very difficult to, to, like, talk to and to get him to do anything other than what he wanted to do. Um, so, okay, Kathleen Turner goes on. She says, uh, but the director allowed what Nicholas wanted to do with his role, so I wasn't in a position to do much except play with what I'd been given. If anything, it, uh, Cage's portrayal, portrayal only further illustrated my character's disillusionment with the past. The way I saw it was, yeah, he was, he was that asshole. <laughs> yeah, but that's what it doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, he is that asshole. So why does she... No idea. ...choose the same part why does she choose to be with the arsehole no idea um let's see but i wonder like was that always the ending was that the original script or was Kay's just so difficult to work with that like it just kind of got rushed at the end or was it a terrible film to begin with and cage made it at least slightly strange and entertaining mm. i don't know i don't know i feel like the like cage like fucks it up a bit with his like weird acting but i think the like problem is with the script and the like plot i don't know if it i don't think i don't know i don't yeah. know where the no i agree it, it, but no. it's also like this is a francis ford coppola film mm. like why why is it like well, uh, yeah. did, um, let me look it up but did francis ford coppola write the godfather or did someone else wrote that right someone else i think pretty sure someone else wrote that. yeah but like I don't know. It's like the film didn't seem. I don't know. I was expecting bigger things. Bigger things, yeah. I mean, I think now, like, I remember watching it on TV with my mom, like, a few years ago. And, like, when she saw it, she was like, oh, yeah, this show, this movie's funny. Like, Nicolas Cage is ridiculous in it. Like, that was, that was all. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why. But it does keep. Yeah. It's it's interesting because it's just, like, such a weird acting choice. Yeah. Like, Like, he he doesn't really have any many freak outs but no. he's just choosing to play like a really normal character very weirdly i mean i can't i mean we'll put clips in it during throughout the episode but like the, it, it, bizarre like that's the only word i can use to describe his voice like it's such a strange 
weird choice. But it's weird because he's his character is like everyone treats him like he's really cool. Yeah, he's like the, the but coolest guy in school. But he acts like a nerd and yeah. he's like really nerdy. And it's like, I don't really get who he's supposed to be. Like, is he supposed to be a jock or mm. a funny wild card guy? Like, he's called Crazy Eddie or something, isn't he? What's he called? <laughs> like, Crazy. What's Crazy Charlie. Eddie from? His name is Charlie. Charlie, yeah. Well, he's called, yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, like, what 50s stereotype he's like trying to be like who's he's like a crooner right he's trying to like he's a singer and she's like oh he's so charming he's such an amazing singer and it's like he's a mediocre singer like he can kind of sing because it's like it's just nick cage singing and she's just like everyone like the whole audience they're like it's it's like they're watching the beatles or something and it's like uh, all right like it's cage being a weirdo that's it that's what doesn't make sense the same my same issue with moonstruck Yes. Where it's just like, Agreed. Cage is a weirdo and... He's got one hand. An insane person. And everyone around him is just like fawning over how charming he is. Yeah. It's just like, I don't understand. I don't know. I think that's the, the role of the die when you cast Cage in a a movie like that i mean a role like that it's like is he capable of just being like no a normal like charming like no. handsome dude like can he just like put on the work I mean, without like doing me, a weird don't voice get me wrong cage is still charming in his own way but he's never gonna be like idris elba do you know I, what i mean like he's never gonna be cool i think he can be cool. i think nah. he's a super especially when he's young he like he looks cool yeah it's just like he just ruins it with the like weird he's just got like that weird like <laughs> weird frenetic voice. energy <laughs> That. I don't know. I do. I, I'm. It's a love hate thing. It's like I. I do like it, but I'm fascinated by it. I'm, yeah. It's fat. It's. I'm. It's fascinating that he would. Choice. He would choose to like sabotage a movie and, like and that. choose so and, hard when everyone was telling him that. It and was fuck terrible. up like other people's performances because yeah. I feel like Kathleen Turner is obviously like it affected, annoyed yeah. by it, and it's just like obviously people in the studio are getting pissed off at him, yeah. and he just. He won't. keeps doing it yeah he doesn't know when <laughs> it's also stop. funny to me that like i know it's his uncle but like francis ford coppola is one of our gen like one of the generation's like greatest like film directors of all time and that he thought you know what no i'm gonna stick with this voice i know better than francis ford coppola <laughs> this is right for this movie because i'm sure he had to pull him aside and said like look you gotta yeah like his it. ego well he's like i'll show you acting yeah. it's like <laughs> yes i literally directed the godfather like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like i can only imagine what he thought he's like I- i've worked with marlon brando like what are you talking about like he goes about? i'll show you acting <laughs> this is me acting <laughs> just yeah, like a yeah. stupid like it's like whoa he's delusional but i, I guess that makes the whole in- movie interesting yeah because if well to be fair like because of the plot itself isn't really that like anything to write home about it's if it had been anyone else if it was like sean penn or something yeah i would like, be more angry at the movie if cage wasn't in it, it would because have been then it would be like there was nothing i enjoyed about this no. but at least cage is like gives me us a reason to watch it yes you know? i think so <laughs> oh god yes sir but but i think that's what i like about peggy mr culture She's not like all the other girls at school. Um, so... So the reception, just like Alice hinted... Oh, wait. Let me just... I don't know if we've actually recorded this story, but I want to make sure that we do, because we do mention it a lot. Um, about Cage saying, I'll show you acting. 
So at one point he was in the car with his uncle. He was like 15 or something like that. And he was begging him to make, to put him in one of his movies. And Francis Ford Coppola said no. And Cage screamed in his face, I'll show you acting. And then ran out of the car, (laughs) slammed the door in his face. (laughs) Again, this is Francis Ford Coppola, the man who's worked with Marlon Brando, Robert De Niro. Okay. Anyway. Um, so yeah, as Alice hinted to, the film indeed was received really well. Very similar to, I think, my experience when I watched Moonstruck. It was like, oh, I don't like this movie. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, wow, this was really popular. I don't know why I didn't like this movie as much as I did. Um, but, uh, very positive reaction from critics has still has an old 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, which isn't bad. I don't um, understand how this can get 85% and, like, Vampire's Kiss. Has a zero? <laughs> That's what, this is why, every time, any film that I don't like, it's just, I like, compare it to Vampire's Kiss, and it's like, it's travesty. Oh, my God. Um, so, ended up grossing over $41 million in the U.S., um, and it was the first, like, big box office success for Francis Ford Coppola since Apocalypse Now. Crazy. Um, it was, let's see, it was, I'm pretty sure. Could you imagine if, like, Cage was in The Godfather and insisted on doing a weird voice? Like, Marlon Brando would have killed him, right? Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't think he Well, I mean, that's what Marlon Brando did, right? He was, like, insist on doing a stupid voice. True, but it does fit. He is an old man. I don't know. See, that's another controversial take, is everyone's like, oh, Marlon Brando is a great actor, but I think he kind of sucks in The Godfather. I think he's, like... Well, that I, I would argue that the Godfather's not his best role. No, no. Watch him in a streetcar named Desire. He's incredible. I think, he's, he's, I think like he's overdoing it gorgeous. a bit with the like cotton balls in his mouth. Yeah, like he's he's doing a cage. I feel like he pulled a bit of a. cage. Oh, I think it. they would get along. Well, yeah. Oh, cage definitely has like old Brando. I reckon Cage learned like oh for sure is inspired by an I'm old sure Brando. I'm sure he loves you know? Marlon Brando. Yeah. I wonder if you ever got to meet him because of Francis Ford Coppola. Probably. Aww, he was a no. You'd be so excited. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm just trying to look up. I'm pretty sure it was nominated for something. Oh my god! Have you seen that Peter Serafinovich um, sketch Mm-mm. with Marlon Brando? Where he's like doing a Marlon Brando impression, and it's disgusting. <laughs> I need to show you that after because it's brutal. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so yeah, it was actually nominated for three Oscars. So Kathleen Turner did get the Best Actress uh, nomination. She didn't win. Um, best cinematography and best costume costume design. Um, I don't know that it cinematography won any of really. Mm, I know. I don't know that I would have. I didn't. It didn't the cinematography it didn't, didn't really jump out. At, out of me that yeah. much. Costumes, costume, I get. I get. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty good. Like a fifties costume. I, I mean, thing. I like a, a period movie that doesn't feel like a period movie. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just like, oh look, we're in the past, and look at all the you know they. Put yeah, too yeah. much emphasis on it, and it's like no, that's annoying. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So I was before I was like, oh, I don't know what to talk about. Um, but I forgot that Kathleen Turner hates Nicolas Cage, so there's tons of tea um between Kathleen Turner and Nicolas Cage. So I'm just gonna quickly go through some of it. Um, but before I go do that, just because we always talk about Roger Ebert, it's become a bit of a trope. Um. He loved this movie. Four out of four. Four to four out of four stars. What? Yep. What? Yep. I don't China. get Ebert sometimes. Ebert, I love the guy. I respect the guy, but he. I know. Sometimes I'm. Yeah, I agree. But I. I don't know. 
Okay, hold on. I feel like see. we're missing something. Like, like whenever whenever the critics think differently to me, yeah, I like, get like really insecure because I'm like, I got to be missing something yeah, obvious no, see, about this film. I am past this because I have reviewed movies before. Yes, for a web show, but still, it was <laughs> I, I was I had a press pass. Okay, I went to the movies. But it's like, what is Ebert seeing that I'm missing? You know, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe sometimes I do get it wrong. Like when we watched adaptation, like when I first watched that, I didn't like. I was like, oh, I don't know. And then when I like read more about it, I yeah, felt I love that straight you know, away. Whatever. See, yeah, okay. I usually agree with the critics most of the time. So when I don't, I feel like, oh, I've I must have missed something dumb in this film i i i I, I don't know sometimes i think they get it wrong um so let's see let's see what he has to say here so he said let's see um what would you say knowing what you know now to the people you loved when you were 17 how would you feel if you picked up the telephone and it was your grandmother's voice would you tell her she was going to die in another two years and three months no but you would know that and wouldn't your heart leap into your throat and wouldn't she wonder what's wrong with you that you couldn't respond to her simple hello peggy sue got married provides moment after moment like that it's like a visiting a cemetery where all of people are still alive and yet it is a comedy that's also weird though is that there's also so there's like two potential mm. love interests that she mm. could pick instead of cage and there's the smart guy mm. that becomes in the future he becomes like a bill gates like billionaire yes. yeah and she like spends a lot of time with him and like gets along with him and con- confides in him and tells him that she's from the future yes and doesn't pick him right that's annoying that annoys that pisses me off well it's almost like he's not even an option because he's a nerd like insane he's the only one that's like supporting her through her like insane moment right and it's like no nah, i'm gonna go with the arsehole instead right and it's just like also she just kind of tells him that she's from the future and he's just like okay it like and he's like a scientist but like it took very little, little effort to yeah. like convince this guy that she was from that the future like he pretty much just goes along with it straight all right well then we have Richard's burrito. What's that? That's my own theory, based on a Mexican food called a burrito. I had it once when my parents took me to Disneyland. I know what a burrito is. Um, uh, let's see. I, I will say that um, even though she doesn't look the same age, they do explain it, I think, in the movie where it's like, oh, they see you as like a teenager but it's like none they of the all characters look the yeah same. none of the characters look <laughs> the same the right age but um i think i will i will say that i did think that when kathleen turner um does play a teenager like she like her like her whole demeanor changes which i thought was really cool it's like she's not i don't know she's not wearing like a bunch of like yeah but the problem is that she's like acting like a she teenager like but she's got the voice of like a 50 yes. year old woman yes, of course like... that makes it difficult but it's like <laughs> i appreciated that she tried um uh, so it says in here actually that she was 32 when they made the movie so again yeah just yeah, right smack so in the she's middle. not uh, not at the correct age for either character yeah. she's playing yeah um 42 is the old age that she was okay so they literally made them look like they were 80 spread their hairs white <laughs> hair white and they were only 42 years old that's not that old Ugh. um i'm trying to just see what else he says let's see uh da, 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 da. 
Coppola apparently simply wanted to make a movie and put some characters on the screen and tell a story. He has all right. This is one of the best movies of the year. I don't know. Best? What What other films came out that year? Oh, here. Look. Please search what, what year this came out <laughs> oh, yeah. and see what films. Because if he thinks... 1986. There's got to be better movies that came out in 1986. Let's see. How, 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 how do I Google that? What, Just search movie movies came? 1986 and see what comes up. Ooh, okay. Platoon. Fucking the Fly the came fly. out in 1986. Aliens. And Ebert thinks that this is better than The Blue Fly. Velvet. Blue Velvet. He thinks... Stand by me. Oh. No way is Peggy Sue Got Married better than The Fly. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Labyrinth. Oh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off sucks. I hate that movie. Critters. <laughs> Critters. Like, come on. I don't know. Ebert must have been like off his shits when he wrote that because he's Pretty delusional. One of, the, not the best. One of the best. He said. Texas Chainsaw. Oh my god. Man, '86 was a great year for movies. American Pie and American Tail. <laughs> oh, I had that. Both in the same universe. In the canon. Peggy Sue got married. Disgusting. Yeah, on the list. I'm offended by this review. All right. Oh, she's gonna have it as well. Psycho. Psycho two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Anthony Perkins is in all of those. It's so sad. It makes me so sad. Um, where is that review? There's one last thing I wanted to say. Um, it says in the Ebert review that apparently the Peggy, is, well, it says just quote, the Peggy Sue uh, project got traded around from one actor and director to another. Turner's role originally was cast with Deborah Winger and Coppola was the third director on the project. So I don't know. Maybe that kind of explains a little yeah, bit. I feel that... like it was a bit jumbled. Like, yeah. I feel like it, the, it definitely uh, the felt first like... draft of the script was different. Yeah. It definitely felt like uh, quite a few writers had made uh, quite a few drafts of this movie. And this is what they ended up with. I guess it's like a, it's a fun, charming movie, but the when you get down to the actual like plot of what's happening, it just yeah. pisses me off. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so um, also she doesn't get married in like the film, does she? Does she ever get married? No. So why is it called well, Peggy Sue gets married? Peggy Sue got married. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's like. You know, she got married to Cage. It should be called Peggy Sue gets I think, divorced. I think isn't it the thing like that? Like pretty soon after that high school exchange, she like gets pregnant and gets married. Like that's the, like that's what happens, right? Or am I making that up? Anyway. I don't know. No, no, no. Peggy Sue got married. Case closed. Okay, I just don't. I don't know. I think I might be kind of obsessed with Kathleen Turner. Like she just seems like, under like just like an awesome older lady that just doesn't give a shit anymore and is just saying talking shit about everybody um so i'm just leaning through quickly this vanity fair article um that kathleen turner did uh, um uh this past uh this past year in 2018 actually um so <laughs> apparently michael douglas jack nicholson and warren Beatty. Uh, actors that Turner characterized as lascivious cads betting to see who could romance her first. None of them did, by the way. She had it. Sick. Uh, Let's see. But none of those stars were as difficult to work with as Burt Reynolds, according to Turner, whom she acted alongside in the 1988 comedy Switching Channels. 
Working with Burt Reynolds was terrible, she said. <laughs> the first day Burt came in, he made me cry. He said something about not taking second place to a woman. His behavior was shocking, which honestly doesn't surprise me. Um, it never occurred to me that I wasn't someone's equal. Aw, poor Turner. Um, at least Reynolds never bit Turner, as another unnamed actor once did during a scene in a play. Oh my god. wonder who that was. So no. His character apparently was not supposed to bite her character. Turner responded by slapping him in the face. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, let's see what she says about what she says about Cage. Okay, Turner did, however, get specific again when describing her time opposite Nicolas Cage and Peggy Sue got married. Uh, where, oh, okay, that, that was where the quote about his voice came from. Um, where he was that asshole. She th- th- then it says, when asked to clarify whether she meant the actor or the character, Turner replied, "Listen, I made it work, honey." <laughs> um, I just like that she doesn't really give a shit. Let's see. She has something else to say too. Okay, in the interview, Turner also recounted the time she took sh- she shook hands with Donald Trump, a thing among many he's famously bad at doing. <laughs> Quote. He goes to shake your hand and with his index finger kind of rubs the inside of your wrist. Uh, he's trying to do some kind of seductive. No, that's move. like no, that's like a weird secret handshake for like like pedophiles or something, isn't uh, it? What? <laughs> no, I think I'm like conspiracy theory. But Peter like I swear that like there's like a secret handshake for like Illuminati or like some thing and Ew. it's like you wiggle the f- Oh, it might be like I think it's like the gay handshake. <laughs> It's <laughs> like a se- it's a secret handshake. He was he was testing her to see if she, she was failed. part of the secret group. Oh, and... what you think Donald Trump is in the Illuminati? Obviously, what? he's Trump. Obvious, obviously, any what any president, any president, anyone that can get that powerful has to have been bred from some kind of like no thing, he's Illuminati thing. But that handshake is definitely like a stonemason like thing. Yeah, he was he was testing to see if Kathleen Turner like knew whatever. like Xenu or whatever. You know? <laughs> that sounds disgusting though. If someone did that to me when I shook their hand, I would be like, so <laughs> I do that sometimes. Like Ooh. you gotta like linger and like little tickle their hand Ooh. a bit. I did that on my graduation, we had to like shake. I Ooh. just was like it would be funny if I freak out the guy <laughs> that we shake hands with, so I like That's caressed his actually. hand and he just like like flinched was like ugh. That's, uh, I mean, that's exactly a natural reaction. Um, last thing I want to say is, um, of course, many of you will know Kathleen Turner from Friends. She plays Ch- Chandler Bing's father in Friends. Remember, his like dad is like a dr- like a trans or a drag, drag queen. queen. Yeah. Um. Uh. She says she quote didn't feel very welcome by the cast. Hmm. What? Why? I don't know. Are they all assholes? says when asked what she well she says mostly because they were such a tight-knit crew when asked what she thought of their acting st- skills she c- chose for once to take an understand <laughs> uh, understated approach she says i won't comment on that <laughs> but um let me get to act- actual like um the fallout with nicholas cage and kathleen turner because uh like it w- like there were some court shiz that went down i've got the hair I've got the teeth. I've got the eyes. Oh, Peggy, look outside that window. I've got the car. I'm the lead singer. I'm the man. So, um, da, da, da. this is an old Telegraph article from 2008. 
London's high court heard that Turner, who had acted opposite Cage in the film Peggy Sue Got Married, made the false claim that Cage stole her chihuahua. (laughs) What? Why would... What, what, what are in the her, events leading up in to her autobiography send yourself roses she also alleged falsely that he had been twice arrested for drink driving not cool so did cage sue her for yeah for, for slander uh, yeah yeah okay i thought uh, she was suing him for stealing her no, chihuahua no 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 um what was see. the chihuahua's name <laughs> i don't have i don't have that info. we need to we need to know that info okay right? let me go through the article and see if it's saying uh <laughs> Let's see. Um, the offending passages were, were reproduced in the Daily Mail newspaper under the unambiguous... Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to look that up now. Why does she think that Cage stole her chihuahua? Well, well, the headline that she posted from the book was called, quote, Why I Detest Burt Reynolds and Nicolas Cage. <laughs> okay, I kind of like my Kathleen Turner. Should we do a Kathleen Turner podcast? Um, uh, she stated that Cage was arrested twice for drunk driving, and I think for stealing a dog. Oh, not her dog, just oh. a dog. Right, okay. A chihuahua. He, no, wait, oh my though. god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, it gets even better. This is the next quote. He'd come across a chihuahua he liked and he stuck it in his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird thing to say about someone. Oh. I like how she's just calling him out. Like, it's like it's like what happens nowadays with like it, cancel yeah. culture. But it's, it's her just like doing an expose. It's like, I he, heard he stole he a chihuahua. He put a chihuahua in his jacket. <laughs> I heard he got dressed for drunk driving once, twice. Um, let's see. It says Cage's lawyer, Simon Smith, told the court that the false claims had caused damage to the claimant's personal and professional reputation. Oh. Neither star was at the court to hear the ruling. Da, da, da. Um, Mr. Smith has said that the defendants ex- accepted that the allegations were untrue and would pay the 44-year-old Cage's legal costs and make a substantial donation to charity. So that's how it ended. But let me just quickly look up this passage from, because I need to know what, maybe she said the chihuahua's name. I just want to see Nick Cage walking around on his own and then just putting a chihuahua <laughs> What would you looking really okay. shifty. Okay, like... okay, but what would you do? One, if you saw Nicolas Cage out in the wild. Two, you see him just like shiftily look down and then just grab someone's dog and then put it in his pocket and run away. I would just laugh. Right? I would try to film it and then <laughs> put it on you would, you would You wouldn't blow him up. You wouldn't like say like, oh, uh, Nicholas Cage is stealing your dog. If I saw the person who he was stealing dog from, yeah, if it was a stray dog, I'd just be like, that's just weird. Oh, see, it's I don't even think story. I would say anything if it was, if I knew it was someone's dog. Oh, if I knew it was someone's dog, I'd be like, hey, <laughs> put that know, dog but down. but it's like, the dog's probably going to have a better life than Nicholas Cage, let's be honest. He's got mm. more money. Yeah, but he's probably going to just like yell at it all day. Stop perpetuating the idea. He yells at his ca- snake, doesn't he? No, he does not. Yeah, well, he actually, does. Yeah, he says he, he yells. Say he drinks wine interview. and stares at his snake and yells at it all day. I don't day. think he said that he yelled. I think you added he did. That. He, he was does like, stare at it. He said that he was like yelling at the snake and the snake yelled back like, I'm going to kill you. This is where I'm going to put in the clip of what he actually says. <laughs> I like to go in there in my red leather chair, you know, with a glass of wine and, and watch them as, as they're watching me. And sometimes Moby will sort of do this little charming snake dance and show his back to me. He's got this like little round circular pattern on the back of his uh, his back and he's doing this dance and every now and then I'll just turn around and go, you, I want to kill you. Well, imagine that, but with a chihuahua. <laughs> just like sitting there, just like, just like, fuck you. Okay. Oh, 
oh, okay, here's kind of an, an answer of maybe why the voice on Peggy Sue Got Married. So this is a direct in, in, uh, <laughs> a direct excerpt from, uh, I guess, her biography um, about Nicolas Cage. Uh, she says, quote, now Nicholas happened to be, she's talking about him um, on Peggy's Who Got Married. Uh, now Nicholas happens to be the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola, who was directing the film. And my contrary co-star was absolutely determined to prove that he wasn't there as the result of nepotism, even though he obviously was. <laughs> uh, so everything Francis wanted him to do, he went against to show that he wasn't under his uncle's wing, which was ridiculous. Oh, that stupid voice of his and the fake teeth. Oh, the fake teeth we haven't talked about. How could I forget? Fake, I didn't even realize he had fake oh, teeth. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They're like huge. How I cringe to think about it. <laughs> he caused so many problems. He was arrested twice for drunk driving. And I think once for stealing a dog. Literally, she just throws it out there. Like, she doesn't even... There's no... I'm reading directly. This is like a direct quote. There's no, like, background information. Um... He'd come, I just love the line that he'd come across a chihuahua and stuck it in his jacket. <laughs> and then she moves on to the next thing. On the last night of filming, he came into my trailer after he'd clearly been drinking heavily. He fell on his knees and asked if I could ever forgive him. I said, no, not right now. I have a scene to shoot. Excuse me. And just walked out. <laughs> She's so cool. <laughs> Nicholas didn't manage to kill the film, but he didn't add a lot to it either. For years, whenever I saw him, he'd apologize for his behavior. I'd say, look, I'm way over it. At least he knew that he was being an arsehole. Right? Like, I think he knows. I think he too, I think he totally knew. I think he knew at the time. I think he knew after. I think that's the charm of Cage, though, is that, like, yeah, he is or was a bit of a psycho. Mm. But, like, he's, he's a normal person oh, now. Oh, he's still a bit of a psycho. Is he's he? not. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like he... Are you kidding me? The way he, he dresses? He has some self-awareness, though. Like, he's oh, not no, yeah, like, for sure. He, has he knows when to apologize. Now. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I, I agree. Well, he's just not like... I feel like when he was younger, he was trying to be something. He was trying to rebel against, like, people's perception Actually, of him. Actually, he said this before. Like, he said that he, like, had this image of what he thought a cool, like, young guy was supposed to be like. And that's what he was trying to be. Instead of just being himself. Yeah. Where I think now he's just... He's just Cage. He just is what it is. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I got. That's the incredible story of how, well, the LaLaurie mansion and of how Kathleen Turner once accused Cage of stealing a chihuahua and then got sued for it and Cage won. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird, what a weird, like, little, like, I wonder what they do now. Like, they must run across each other at some point. Like, they must joke about it. She's, She's like... But she like points at him. She's like, "Is there better be a chihuahua in yeah, there?" Yeah, yeah. Or, or if she's like walking her dog, she's like, "Oh, oh, oh better keep him close." It's so weird to like. I don't know. I, it's just so funny to me that like now reading the actual excerpt, it's like she literally just throws it out there. I heard once that she he may have gotten arrested for drink driving, and I definitely heard once that he stole a chihuahua. It's like it, there's no like there's no founding to it. There's no background. She just throws it out there. I like that she doesn't really give a fuck. I kind of. I, I reckon he did, <laughs> and then sued and got away with it. It's all a big ruse. He stole it. To he speed did steal a snake. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He fed it to a snake. That's why he's not got a chihuahua. That's why there's no evidence. Listen to this. She loves you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You love me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I'm. Good. I gotta go. I don't know. Cage doesn't really seem like. I think he seems more like a cat person to me instead of a dog person. Don't you think? No, I reckon he hates cats. You think? Yeah. 
don't know. I could see him like watching a cat. Just the image of him with a chihuahua is very funny. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just definitely. him holding a chihuahua is hilarious. Well, hiding it, uh, slipping it in his jacket is even funnier. Where the dogs, while the dogs like, bark, bark, like bark. I imagine him just like drunkenly, just like, like he looks like a homeless person. He's like wandering, like in Vampire's Kiss. He's like wandering down the street and he just sees the chihuahua. Speaking of looking like a homeless person, did you see the photo I put on Instagram of him like at at the Vatican or whatever? No. Um, okay, uh, he, well, there's the story of this girl that, like, basically saw Nicolas Cage, like, in the Sistine Chapel while she was there with his, her family, and she took, like, a sneaky photo, because you're not supposed to take pictures or anything in the Sistine Chapel, and she also didn't want to, like, alert everyone that it's Nicolas yeah. Cage, and he looks <laughs> so bad, like, he, uh, he just, <laughs> he just looks terrible at all times, it's amazing, I love it. I love you, Nicholas. It's so funny because he looked so normal and good in Mandy and then decided to go back to looking insane. I mean, it's it's always hard to know, you know, if it's like his choice or if he's like doing it for a movie or what. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a look. It's a, a homeless chic derelict look. <laughs> um. So any other last thoughts about the film or about uh, the I can't believe that they actually brought to court the fact that she said i stole a chihuahua and i didn't judge i don't know i got i got nothing more to say of this <laughs> fiasco all right um well i guess well we know that kathleen turner and nicholas cage never worked together again so i guess that feud still stands um and even though i love nicholas cage kathleen turner i'd love to talk to you you seem pretty cool <laughs> uh all right until next week uh, Release the bees! I'm thinking, did we break up? <clears throat> did we break up? Bo 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 bo.